Welcome back to the one and only podcast, AK209, with me, your boy, Aiden Maloney, and my boy, Kevin Boland. What's going on, K-Ball? Uh, a lot has been going on in our brief hiatus, but we tend True. to do this every time. If you're new to it, then it's new to you. But if you've right. been around long enough, uh, we usually separate this into seasons. So about 14 episodes per season. 12, yeah. 12 to 14, give or take. You know, same, same. And then we usually take a week break to think, uh, reflect on how good we've done. Mental segments. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe keep some segments, remove some, and introduce new ones, which we may or may not. You'll still have to just tune in to find that out. True. But uh, I'm back uh, in a new location for this episode because we figured let's start this new season off with a bang. With a fucking bang, my dog. By introducing someone who's been around. He's got a couple, two, three shows that he does by himself. Very true. Well, not always by himself. Not always we by himself, but they are his shows. The host of Coach's Corner mm-hmm. and After Hours mm-hmm. on WVLP, mm-hmm. writer... For the Entertainer magazine, mm-hmm. and the honorary dad, Mark Maloney. What's going on? Howdy, everybody. How you doing? Been a hot minute. It's been really a long time yeah. since I've been here. I thought I thought I lost my guys being dudes creds. No, not at all. You got the street cred. You got the respect. It's nice. more so just the fact we don't go live anymore. <laughs> this is true. This is very true. But this is the way of podcasting and cutting a podcast down for radio. Because that's just where we're at in life. I'm sure it's a lot of fun because you're the guy who has to do all the uh, all the work. Yeah, it, it's it's a little tasking. Which is why it might seem like it's really just a guy being a dude because he's doing everything. But no, I'm here and I'm I'm the voice behind this <laughs> microphone. The voice of the voiceless. I, I have the face for podcasting. Mm. That might be a little too much, but okay. I think I, I I think it's justified. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do tell. I just did. Expound. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I had a big lunch. I definitely expounded. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, let me tell you. I had Burger Gentlemen. King the other night. I had Burger King the other night. I do. Definitely. You Why? Definitely. Because I was in the mood for asking him. Like, I got like the most putrid dog shit that you can purchase. They don't even give it to you. Like if you gave it to me, I would. I would. Dis- I would disavow you in my close and personal relationships. But if I have to buy it, that's an it's just spit in the face. It's just, I was craving a rodeo burger, which is just a beef patty with onion rings on it and some barbecue sauce. And I threw a little cheese slice on there too. It was good. The only downside is they lather that some bitch up with barbecue sauce. It was still good, but man, did it make me, uh, it made me expound. <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means, to be honest, champ. Something came out. And you know what else and is about to come out? It, what? This week's Vibe of the Week. Ah, where nice we tell you something fun, funny, wholesome, and real that's happened in the last seven days. And being our honorary guest and father of the decade, the last 23 years, or 30 if we're counting. But you haven't been on it in a while, so yours is more of like Vibe of the Year. So do tell. Or rather, he should be the father of WVLP. I think he is, right? I'd say so. That checks out, for yeah. real. I, I prefer uh, Big Daddy, or, or Daddy Ass is fine as well. I prefer Swamp Ass thing. Scissor me down. Oh, man. Uh, yes, so, uh, I wow, vibe of the year, right? Yeah, right. So, uh, I, I don't know, I, I'm just, I'll keep it as short and sweet, but um, things are good, probably better than they've been in years. 
uh, very good here at uh, at my job. That well, you know, it doesn't remain nameless. Yeah, um, Colwell Banker here in Valparaiso, and uh, so uh, you know that's it's been really great, and I've taken really a leadership role here, and I dig it and having fun with it. And in addition to that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm able to do all the stuff on the radio, not into the podcasting yet, but if I go that way, sometime at the end of this year, beginning of next. You folks are going to know about it. True. Um, because there's going to be a little bit of a change uh, in format in one of my shows. And uh, I think that will make that show much more podcast friendly. Right. Uh, because they're, quite frankly, they're not. It would be difficult. So Very it, topical. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Very much so. Uh, so looking forward to that. And then kind of the coup de grace is uh, the fact that uh, I'm going to be with three of my four kids on uh, Father's Day, which is amazing. Uh, their mother's getting married in uh, the corn or somewhere in the field. Yonder. The, the, huh? the children. Yonder. Down, down yonder. Yeah. Down yonder. So, they are in the down under. Yeah, down under. And uh, so I know they're having their nuptials this weekend and everybody's coming in. So uh, then they're swinging up and we're going to hang out for a bit on True. Father's Day, which is great. Uh, the last time all four of us were together, years. Yeah, easily. Um, but then one of them went and got COVID. Yep. Just had to be this week. Sarah, what's Just your deal? Had to be unbelievable. Yep. Oh, so now she won't be present for Father's Day? She will not be yep. present. Yeah. Reprehensible behavior. Terrible. <laughs> well, terrible. Just wear a mask and stand six feet apart from everybody. You'll be fine. Well, yeah, that's the goal. But also, like, it couldn't have been next week. Or maybe don't get, get it. Or don't that's true. Get it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So that was a bit of a bummer. Yeah. But I, you know, I'm I'm trying to set it up uh, where I can jet out there for a bit uh, over Thanksgiving. I have the whole week off. Nice. Um, so I'm gonna try to jet out there and then come back and uh, do Thanksgiving with Aiden. But yeah, just kind of planning the calendar for the year, having fun doing that for once. Um, you know, I'll, I'll have time and be getting paid for it. Right. It, whether I'm just sitting on my butt in my apartment gaming. Yeah. And drinking beer and eating meat. Um, all of that sounds wonderful. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm doing that, great. If I'm traveling somewhere, great. But uh, I know that I'm kind of planning some fun stuff for the year. Uh, which also includes uh, some college football games. We've talked about nice, that. We're going to yeah. go on some road trips this fall. That'll be fun. And uh, the trip out to Washington in November. Uh, and then I got some time off around July 4th. So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. But um, for once, it's just like it's mellow. It's chill. Things are good. Uh, and things are going to get better. Oh, and uh, you know, being on the president of the board of WVLP True. Radio and Happy to do that. We're going to have a lot of events coming up for that. We're going to resurrect the hog roast. Uh, we're going to do some other uh, events. So it's going to be great. That's excellent. That's pretty righteous. It's got to be very relieving to be at a job where you actually get PTO. You get vacation time. You know, yep. Time to actually feel human for a little bit. Yeah. It's 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 really super nice. You know, and if, and if I have a cold, you know, I get gobs sick, sick days. So right. Yeah, I don't have to worry about missing on pay or anything. Yeah. It's like, if I don't feel good, I stay home. and As it should be. <laughs> you know, I've got a team that backs me up if I'm out. If they're out, I back them up. It's right. Just, it's, it's oddly nice. Good. Yeah. We love to hear that. I mean, well, it's excellent. It's also nice, but not so nice at the same time that my dad works at U.S. Steel. But for this past, uh, oh my God, what was it, Memorial Day? Yeah. 
here I go again being stupid. Um, he could have stayed home for eight hours or stayed home the whole day and got paid hours, but he worked an eight-hour shift and brought home a week's worth of pay in one day. Yeah. So that's cool. Pros and cons. Pros right? and cons to that, yeah. absolutely. I love that check, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't. I don't know what I would do if I just – dude, I could work one day a week and be fine right now before I get are, my place. Like right now, I think I'd be okay. I was going to say, are you, are you very certain about that? I'm very certain. We, I could make a whole week's worth of pay in one day, and you and I can go over to Beverly Hills and purchase that lot. Oh, right, 30-something million. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, if we could swing that, we'll make it happen. I think we could put a small little down payment on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like 20% if we can come up with like seven, seven mil. Yeah. 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 Is that part of your vibe? I guess I'll just get right into it. No, that's not. Uh, but this past, these past weeks that we've been away, I've been able to uh, reflect and fine-tune my my podcasting abilities. No, I haven't. Bullshit. Um, so what I've say. done in the past two no, no, weeks, no. Uh, been playing some hockey, been working, been hanging out with Pam, still slowly and steadily working my way back into getting uh, back home with my father, hoping um, at least to see him for Father's Day, but also to all I need is for my brother's room to be completely empty of my stepsister's stuff and then I can move in that's that's the only thing that's hindering it the only thing and it's just dragged ass for so long and I get it it happens it's just getting a little frustrating because now my grandparents are on my ass about it literally every single day I've got a solution I've got a solution 1-800-GOT-JUNK you call them up and they'll come to your house and be like hey how you doing how are you and just point to the room Yeah, and they'll take care of everything I would do that. The only issue with that is the fact that my stepsister had a fiance. He passed, unfortunately, before that's, they got married. So some of the stuff that is in Dylan's room is like kind of tied to him. So she's real finicky about people moving it, which I 100% understand. Gotcha. But if that is the case, move it yourself. Then just move it. Right. Move it yourself. Yeah. Like no love lost with me saying that. That's just that's just what needs to happen. That's just what needs to be done. But hoping to be back there soon because. I love my grandparents. I love staying with them. The only thing that sucks is I can't even, you know, just chill in the basement and play video games if I'm bored and doing anything else because their Wi-Fi is absolute dog shit. Um, but other than that, I've had a lot of fun just playing hockey. Work's been good. Work's been especially good and working with my buddy Tommy. Uh, it's the quickest eight hours of my life. That's how it should be. so much yeah. fun. Uh, just so goofy, that kid. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing hockey this coming Friday because I'll be playing goalie in back-to-back games. That should be a lot of fun. And final thing I want to mention that uh, at the end of July, if the schedule works out, we'll still be doing an episode. All right. But I'll be going to South Carolina from the 27th to the 31st of July to celebrate my mother's birthday on the 31st. Oh, that's wonderful. That ought to be a lot of fun. South Carolina is great. Especially she lives like real close to the coast too, so nice. I'm just thinking as long as I can, I'll go there, have a great time, drink, I'll bring my PlayStation, we'll be fine. Come on, man. If you're close to the coast in South Carolina and you sit inside and you're playing your play, I'm going to take time off work and I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to come down there and I'm going to smack you and then get back in my car and come back. But like when we're not doing anything, I'm sure there's going to be a day in there where nothing's going to happen, but it is my mom, so maybe not. Right. Leave it here. <laughs> you fucking tool. It's like, oh, hey, mom, I just brought my PlayStation. I need some updates. Your yeah, Wi-Fi's like, better. Right? I haven't seen in a while. Okay, where's the spare bedroom? Okay, bye. So it's your mom's birthday. How old is she? Oh, God. 50 now, I think. 50, 51. 50. I huh? feel terrible. She, oh, God. 73. 
Fifty. She'll be fifty. Okay. Get in line. Get in line. Get. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, I, I was going to call dibs, but obviously you got that. So. We oh well. <laughs> All right, you're buying the week. You six Let's go. Right. Eiffel Tower. All right. You can say tunnel buddies. <laughs> Well, my vibe's gotten so much better just as of the last 30 seconds. Uh-huh. <laughs> but no, it's been all right. I'm very uh, chaotic for a while because, you know, working full-time, lots of you know, home stress, work stress, and now it's almost time for finals for the uh, permaculture course I'm taking, so that's a lot of stress. But His professor is Poison Ivy. You know what? I'm just kidding. If my professor was Poison Ivy, I'd go. That's what I'm saying. Come man. on. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's 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 good. But it'll be better when it's over, so I'm not stressed. Oh, no doubt. But no, the, just like how much I've learned, just the knowledge, it, it's remarkable. The, the things I'm learning makes my brain hurt, but in a good way, in a respectable way. Well, yeah, I mean, you love, it makes your brain... It makes it feel like jello. Yeah. Like if I'm walking, there's like jello sloshing around. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever you ever feel that? You ever think before? I don't usually ever think. No. Okay. So maybe eventually we'll get you there. But I can't we, wait for that. Yeah. While we attempt to do that, we will be right back with our brand new segment, which I and hopefully you, the lovely listener, are excited for. So uh, bye. We've returned as promised for the new segment, which I kind of thought up of. About a week ago, and... About a week ago, a week ago. Sorry. Awesome. Cool reference from 2011. Mm-hmm. So, this here is called Burning Questions, where we, being the geniuses and absolutely not dummy dum-dums that we are, are going to answer some of the internet's most burning questions. So... Hence the name, and I like it. Yes, Exactly. So, I've collected eight questions for us to answer, and we can we can answer them however we want. Okay. Because it's our G-Dang show. You're right. So, let's just, let's just jump into it. Okay. So, question number one from user named Renting Happiness is called, What is something you used to think people were over-exaggerating about until you experienced it yourself? Oh. I'll start. The smell of cat piss and cat shit. It is some of well, the Well, you most, just took my answer. <laughs> it is some of the most dismal scents and experiences I've personally ever encountered. And I literally record with Kevin weekly. Yeah, I was going to say, that does say a lot, considering yeah. I'm always shitting and farting and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So Very very too much near to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, so for sure, that litter that box is not even like... It's nearer, but like it's not as near as I am to you right now. Away, yeah. And it just... Fills it room. fills the room. It fills the adjacent rooms. It's it's the worst. It's horrible. Oh man. Uh, well, for me, I'm still thinking. So, if Mark, if you had one on your mind in answer to this to this burning question, so it's things that people have over exaggerated that you thought they over exaggerated until you experienced it yourself. Till I experienced it yeah. myself. Uh, I would say um, anything involving. Um, like Starbucks. Oh sure. So you know, people be like, oh, "That's really great." And it's th-. so I'm not doing this right. But anyway, 
the point of the matter is I can't think of anything specific for that question. The only thing I can think of is how people over-exaggerate how great Starbucks is. And it's like, oh, hey, how much is that? Oh, wow, it's a car payment for a cup yeah. of coffee. <laughs> and then you look in and you see a dog shit with a bow on it. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm really not down with what you're selling here, witch on a cup, ooh, spooky. So, you <laughs> know, I'm spice. sorry if you were close to a big deal with Starbucks to pick up your podcast, but- We um, weren't, yeah. so you're fine. Yeah, so I would just say you're better off putting a pod into a K-cup and having a cup of coffee there than, uh, than this, whatever just the hell they're- yeah. It's a waste of money. So, yeah. you know, I didn't answer the question properly. But um, we it's our show. how we choose. Yeah, but how we interpret it. Exactly. I have, As, my, I have my first amendment rights. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Uh, for me, I did think one as soon as he started um, answering the question. Just life in general. As a kid, I'm just like, oh, it's just gonna be so cool and so like, jolly, like yeah. everyone's just like, oh, I gotta do this, and I gotta do that. I'm just like, oh, you're just, you're just, you're just Josh, and like, you see, you really don't have that much, and now. You know, about yeah, to be 23, yeah. kind of closer, ever so closer to getting there. It's just, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I got one. Yes. I got one. When we were when we were kids, and then adults would be like, man, time flies. It just goes so fast. And Good you're a kid, boy. and days seem to last forever, right? Yep. It's just like, yep. you love it, and your friend comes over, and it's a Saturday. And you know, and you're not in school, and you watch cartoons, you have a bowl of cereal, and you go out and play, and then come back in. It's just like the day went forever. And then you got older and you're like, God damn it, they were right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I blink my eyes and it's not that a day is gone, like weeks are gone. Yeah. And you're like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on? Yep. Yeah. So yes, I did good. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yes, definitely. I, you did good. Yeah. Fantabulous. I, I think another one I just thought up of last second is like I always heard growing up like, oh, you drink coffee or you drink caffeine, it's going to make you poop. I've never had that effect. But the one where, oh, you drink too much caffeine, you're going to have to piss all the time. Totally true. Mm-hmm. Totally true. Yeah, I, if I, I drink coffee, though, oh, yeah. shit. But well, like that's pop, just you. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. But pop is yeah. I, no, with me, if if I drink like two monsters, like more than two monsters in you one day, shouldn't. which I shouldn't, but I've done before, I'm pissing like like a it's resource. like every thirty every thirty minutes. My bladder knows when I get home. My bladder absolutely knows when I get home because I pull up in front of my house and my bladder's like, I'm going to make you really have to pee right now. I'm going to make you run. I'm going to make it. I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, oh no. And like, I got to grab my bag and my drink or maybe like food if I picked it up. And I'm like trying not to spill anything. I'm running up the, I have to go upstairs to my place. So it's like step, 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 pee, pee, pee. It's like, it's just not good. Like, oh, it's fuck, I'm dripping. Oh, shit. I, exactly. You know? It's not napalm, it's something else. It's not good. <laughs> no. Oh, that's fun. That's a good first question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Second second burning question comes from user Tide Soda is what's one thing you would never pay for the cheaper version of? One thing oh. that comes to mind is like soda. Like you want a Pepsi, you don't want RC, you don't want like store brand like cola, fountain drink. Cola. Mountain yeah. lightning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Or uh, Dr. Perky. Yeah. Or, Dr. you know, I could. It, there's just so many. Fun I've been to Dr. Perky. She's nice. Oh. That, that great value lean, bro. Yep. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, food, I'm okay with buying like the not name brand stuff because to me, I've had them both. They taste just yeah. the same. Yeah, it's, no. just, it's just the price tag. Right. 
But as far as like soda goes, I do agree with that one. That's a good one. Um, and I'm not even a soda drinker, but I know that shit for sure. For real. And like honestly, you, for me, it would be anything that's like detrimental to living. Yeah, I was going to say like used cars. Like I wouldn't buy like an $800 car and expect it to, yeah. to run like, mm-hmm. like a $2,500 used car, you know? Yeah, yeah I agree with that too. Yeah. yeah, just anything for me that's like that I actually need it and I won't settle for anything less than... At least, at least less than passable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, for me, I would the, the car one is pretty good because I did buy a cheap car one time. It was a Hyundai. It was like a 2004. Hyundai? No, it was older than that. I bought it in 2004. I think it was like a 1998. Okay. And it already had 110,000 miles, which is about 109,000 past what it probably should have had. Holy <laughs> crap. And so it's... Uh, I, we had this house in Bolingbrook. You probably yeah. barely remember it. Right. But I had it in the driveway after I bought it, and it made a lot of noise when I brought it to the house. And the whole thing the whole thing shook like it was put together with an erector set. <laughs> so you finally get home, and it's just like it's in the driveway. It sat there in the driveway for three weeks. I didn't want to drive it. I just bought <laughs> oh it. Oh, my God. I finally went into it, and I'm trying to back it out of the driveway, and it wouldn't go. Oh. It wouldn't go. I'm like hitting the gas, hitting the gas, hitting the gas. So I get out of the car and I kick it a few times. <laughs> I go back in. I'm hitting the gas, hitting the gas, and I'm just like, I need a push. And so they gave me a push, and I rolled back out of the driveway, and then it wouldn't go anywhere. Oh, oh my, my god! god. So, How much did you buy it for, if you don't mind me asking? Nine hundred bucks. Yeah, that's two thousand four. So that's like a grand and a half now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's about right. Damn. Damn, it was garbage. But the other thing I w- did want to mention is a steak. If you're going to get a steak, oh, nice. don't splurge. Go to the store, get a big thick steak, put it on the grill. Even if you fry it in the pan, a little garlic butter, something like that. Sure. Do it upright. Or if you go out for a steak, you go to a nice steak joint and you get a big thick piece of cow. But don't don't go to like, you know, Jerry's Roadside Raccoon Restaurant right. and pick up, <laughs> pick up some little two centimeter thick right. piece of just dog meat. This is our version of the filet mignon. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm not about that. Cut. I'm not. I'm not about that. So I literally just steak. killed this cow in the back. <laughs> At least I thought it was a cow. I could have sworn it said moo. Yeah. No. It's so that's yeah. Cheap steak. That's good. But I'm down with that car part. Yeah, for sure, too, man. I was just thinking like electronics are good ones. Like TVs, you can pass on getting a cheaper one. Oh, but sure. like a laptop, a PC, a phone, definitely would not skip. But see, I'll push there. back against that because I, I specifically, when I ran an IT department, I used to buy refurbed MacBooks. I used to buy refurbed laptops and all that kind of stuff because when you come straight out of the factory with anything, it's one quick set of checks and it's out the door, which is why there's such a high failure rate of new products when they hit the market. Sure. When you get something refurbed, it's gone through a whole nother set of checks. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you can kind of get like, I have a MacBook that I got as a refurb, 2008. Knock on, knock on wood. Yeah, right. 2008. So I've had it, it's 2023. And, I mean, computers aren't cheap, but in the same sense, like, if it's still working, why am I... Right. It's got little things wrong with it, but it still works, so... That's the important part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fair, fair rebuttal. I yeah, totally I just thought that. I'd bring that yeah. up, just because I've had good experience with 
Now, if you go to like you know Jerry and he lives in a house on the corner, yeah. yeah, I got I got some you know stuff that fall off the back of his van. Right. I would highly recommend against that. Yeah. Oh, it's not out yet, but I got the Xbox. Too. You know, like New Egg or something. Yeah. Yeah. He already sold you the bad cut of steak. Why no, are you we, buying a laptop from? Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. Here's a question where I'm changing the premise a little bit. Okay. What is one crime that deserves a worse punishment than it already gets? The first one that comes to mind for me is littering. I don't think littering should be some tiny fine. You litter when there are trash bins everywhere. Everyone owns one. There's dumpsters on almost every street corner. You throw your trash on the ground. Jail. Two years. Whoa. Jail wow. 10 years for laughing at it. <laughs> okay, well, it depends on what you're littering. Like, if I litter a bag of dog shit... 15 years. That's fair. Yeah. But, like, if it's just, like, you know, a cigarette butt... Like, I'm not condoning littering. I hate it when people do it, too. But, like, for me, it's got to be soliciting. If you're out here just soliciting, the punishment is the cops are going to come here and beat you. <laughs> wow. And then put you in the can for five years. But guess what? That already happens. Whoa! So... Damn. Bold take. I'm just speaking facts. It's probably happened more often than we'd like to admit. But for me, it's obviously got to be if you smoke marijuana. Oh, my yeah, God. I'm kidding. Dude, you're the worst. <laughs> no. You're the worst. No, for me, honestly, hey, though. Man. Hey, man. Honestly, I, if you murder someone, that's a death. It, a life for a life. Just ki- kill them. Staying up on that hill. Well, but like, okay, if you're like a mass murderer and you've killed oh, sure. no, that's a couple people already, death penalty. Like, no, we're not putting you in the can. We're not giving you 13 and a half life sentences or whatever that bullshit is. Yeah. No, it, it bring back the electric chair. <laughs> Jesus. God damn it. You ever seen Green Mile? I was thinking we were just going to take this light. I am serious about littering, though. That's jail time for sure. I have a better one for littering. Yeah. The one for littering should be a massive maze, like... Two miles by two miles, you plop them in the middle, and the maze is just covered with stinky, disgusting garbage and crap and everything, which they have to wade through and push their way through to get to the exit. I like that. That's a good one. And it could take them maybe a couple of days. Could take them a month. I don't know how long. I like that a lot. Eat that spoiled sandwich if you're hungry. I I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you die, guess what? You're getting composted. The guy next behind you can step exactly. over you. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's that's that. But it's a win-win. The one I think is like sexual assault or rape. For sure. Which in this country, it's a joke. Yeah. So like I would say what I would do to these people, but I won't because it's probably not radio or podcast friendly. Let's just say eye for an eye. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just, what the religious people would say. Exactly. Yeah. But then they say, turn the other cheek, too. So, you know. They can't make up their minds. It's just whatever no, fits turn, the bill. Turn the eye. Nope. Yeah. Whatever's turn in Corinthians. Turn the eye. Turn, yeah. Whatever's in Corinthians and John, they might differ. But whatever I'm feeling that day, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with. Austin 316, Kevin. Yep. Yeah. Best I, verse ever. Yeah. I think eye removal and castration is a fair punishment. Plus jail time. Yep. Agreed. And for littering... Eye removal, castration, plus jail time. Yeah. That too. It's like, but that, like with littering though, instead of jail time, let's get someone to actually be the Dark Knight. Like, have you seen those videos? If someone's just uh, smoking a cigarette, just drops it, and then the theme starts playing, it's like, what? He's like, I'm Batman. And like, you litter, and then he just starts getting beat to to shit. Pick that up. Yeah, exactly. Like, Rachel! (laughs) That's okay. That's what we want. From user 
At dawn is Blackwood. What paranormal activities have you witnessed? I know you've got some good ones, Dad. Yeah. The only, I don't know if this counts as a witness, but I remember... Well, if you were there, you obviously witnessed it. Well, but like, I didn't see anything. But I was, back when I lived with my dad, I stayed in my stepbrother's old room, which I don't think he was ever in that room, but he ended up passing away due to an accident uh, a little while ago. And I was sleeping in the room one night, rather trying to sleep. And I don't, you know, I don't want to believe in, you know, stuff like that, but like... My fan wasn't even on that night when I was falling asleep, and I had plastic bags uh, by my door just full of clothes or whatnot. And, like, yeah, maybe there might be a drift, but, like, it just started rustling and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm sleeping on my side, so one ear is in the pillow and the other is not. And I, I swear to God, I could have swore I heard, like, just heavy breathing in my ear. And I'm just, like, and I turn over and I don't see anything. I'm just, like, what the fuck was that? I'm, like, I, no, I turned on my light and I just went yeah. to bed with the light on. I'm, like, no. <laughs> That's a good one. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is definitely good. I have a lot, but I'll just I'll just do a couple here for sake of, of time. Uh, I would have to say that uh, there was one time in Bolingbrook. I was up late. I was a bit of a night owl. I mean, I still kind of sort of low-key a night owl, but I was definitely a night owl back then. So it would it had to have been pushing maybe midnight, a little after midnight, middle of the week. So it was work week or whatever. And I was in the kitchen, and I was just cleaning up a few things. And uh, there's this glass. I set this glass on the table. And the glass on the table went from one end of the table to the other end of the table, all by its lonesome. And a cold chill shot up from my ass, <clears throat> up my spine, all the way to my head like that. And I ran, I could not have run up that, the stairs any faster. I was like, for my next impression, Jesse Owens. And I shot up the stairs. <laughs> I ran so fast. Climbed into bed. I was shaking. Shooketh. Shooketh. The earth I did. And I, it just freaked me out. And um, I lied awake for about three hours, slept for two months. Wow. Wow. But it was, it freaked me out. And then the other one was just um, when I was a kid, uh, I was in bed and I, I, to this day, I could have been dreaming. It's very possible. But um, I've, since then, as an adult, I've researched this. So there's these dark figures. And so I'm, I'm in bed, I'm sleeping. And I remembered waking up and seeing these dark figures. I didn't see any facial features or anything like that. They Just like a silhouette. Like a, like a, the God with the video game, the Slender Man or whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of like built like that. Like these, these big, tall, black figures. And I'm in my bed and I'm freaking out. And I would like couldn't breathe. And I'm trying to get out of bed, couldn't get out of bed. Like, yeah, I was being held right. down. I could not move. I could I'm panicking. And my heart is beating through my chest. Yep. Through my chest. And later on, I kind of realized why Grandma had crucifix in every room in the house. Every room yeah. in the house, because my dad played with some dark things. Yeah. So, that aside, I was freaking out, and my heart's beating through my chest. I'm probably 11 or 12 at this point. And I'm freaking, I'm sweating, whatever. So I just like close my eyes. I put the covers over my head and I just, and then when uh, next I open my eyes, I'm in the living room in the middle of the floor. Damn. Just laying there. I'm like up the stairs, Jesse Owens, (laughs) right back to bed. Jeez. Yep. That was, that was, uh, it's a little spooky. That was, that one was something. Yeah. And as I said, I got a lot more. Um, some people are just more in tune to supernatural things, if you want to call them that. 
Um, so I just must be one of those people. But yeah, that's that's cool. Frightening, but cool. Yeah, it definitely is. And you know, I've I've been on ghost hunting um, before, done EVP, uh, tried to pick up uh, other electric phenomenon and stuff like that. I haven't had a lot of luck when I purposely try to do it. I even did an EVP session at your grandma and grandpa's house after we oh, sold okay. it. Yeah. I walked through the house and was just kind of, and it was it was it was kind of a situation where it kind of made me feel good to just do it anyway. I just kind of walked through the house and said some things, yeah. or whatever, and uh, you know, didn't get anything back. I was kind of hoping to, but um, you know, it was worth it, yeah. worth a shot because right. some weird things definitely happened in that house. That's cool. That's wicked. I th- I think I only have one that stands out remarkably in my memory, and I had to have been thirteen or fourteen, and we lived at seven eighteen, and I was in the dining room on the computer. And I was just like, I don't know what I was doing. Probably watching YouTube. And I look across, like, lights on in the house, you know. I think I'm the last one up, but all the lights are on. And usually, like, you expect spooky story. Like, the lights are dim and everything's, like, grungy. But no, like, all the Mm -hmm. lights were on. I just look over across the living room into the hallway where the bedrooms and bathroom are. And plain as day, you know, hallway lights on. Plain as day, I see a blurry figure with, like medium length brown hair just walk into my sister's bedroom and I'm like what the hell like that same like shiver like Mm -hmm. shot out me like I shot out of the chair but my first instinct is to like walk towards it so here I am walking towards the hallway and look all the doors are closed I heard no doors open or close I just saw a blurry figure and I'm like now what the fuck could that have been wake everyone up that's it we're moving come on let's go (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, that was that was maybe, strange. Maybe it was uh, one of my relatives who lived there. I don't know. Yeah, from back <laughs> in the day. Could have been. Could yeah. have been. I was with one of your sisters. Could have been two. We were sitting on the couch. Might have been Kira. Um, but I remember it was shortly after we had a dog named Faith. She was a super great dog. She was and, one of the uh, Oh, yeah. And we're sitting there, and there's no dogs upstairs yet. We heard a dog. We heard the chain or like around the neck and we heard the clip clop of little poffy on the steps and very low key we looked at each other and we we're like this faith just kept on going with our day yeah just like we just figured it eh, yeah just checking mm-hmm. in on this that's the thing too apparently like cats and dogs especially can like sense that stuff they're super yeah. tuned in because like i a couple times like one of my stepmother's dogs fits he just randomly just loves well rudy too but he just barks because he's old and senile so he sees everything, probably. <laughs> but Fitz especially, like, he's just... One time he came down the stairs and just turned his head and just stopped and looked straight ahead. And, like, his his back fur kind of shot up a little bit and his tail just stopped wagging. And he just started, a, like, a low growl. I'm just mm-hmm. like, the hell are you looking at? Like, is there something there? So... Yeah. If your dog does that, you probably want to go the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something not good is there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I find that, too... Uh, because Jordan and I, we have three cats, and like sometimes the youngest cat, Spinach, who's he's a dumbass, but he's he's great, he's cute. But sometimes he'll just look like in this corner we have this creepy ass cabinet with dolls and shit in it from her parents, and it's just I any clowns to... in there? I know that's a thing for you. No, but they're just dolls. They're there just will weird. be. I'll Don't put a clown in there. I will have to slaughter your family, starting <laughs> with you. And sometimes he'll just look up at the doll cabinet. And just like do a tiny little cat growl, 
and then just walk away. I'm like, what the fuck is, what are you, first yeah. of all, what are you doing? Secondly, why? <laughs> it's like, it's weird. Next question comes from user Kwame2390. Let's go! <laughs> Can I get, get that go? Kwame Jr. Kwame Jr. It's the fillet of fish with the hook in it. <laughs> Which movie could you recite 90% of to get $100,000? Oh my god. Oh. Uh, Major League. Major League? Major League. Easy. It's a good one. I'm thinking Blues Brothers. It's probably the movie I've seen the most times in my life, but 90%, that's a lot of airplane. dialogue. Major oh, League or oh. Airplane. Yep. As I say, there's so many like songs I could do that, 100%, oh, sure. but like movies, man, they're they're not, you know, two minutes like a song. It's a lot of dialogue. But, and I've seen a lot of movies, uh, dude, I don't even think there's one 90%, but like maybe, maybe Caddyshack. Or airplane or anchorman. Ace Venture movies. Oh, there you go. Yep. Um, shit. Maybe even like Lord of the Rings. That's like, a maybe. long movie to recite. But like not ninety percent. There's a percentage in there. You you recite Lord 90. of the Rings. I'll take a nap while it's playing. There you go. That's you go. that's very disrespectful. <laughs> if you sure. want to watch the entire Hobbit Lord of the Rings trilogy in one day, that's nineteen and a half hours. That about of my life, I can never get back. I it's about 19 hours longer than it has to be. Lord. I'd love to do that. Are you kidding me? Lord of the Onion Rings would be cool. Oh, there you um, go. <laughs> I actually made that movie in uh, high school. Did you really? I did. How'd it go? 2%. Oh. <laughs> tomatoes. I'm guessing it wasn't 19 hours long? No, uh, it was not. It was more like 19 minutes. 19 minutes. Yeah. yeah. I would take any movie from the 1920s that's a silent film... Boom. When, I'll, I'll all right, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'll take, right, I'll take I'll the take first ever dogs. episode of SpongeBob. Does anyone here remember what that episode was? He uh, literally just walked outside of his garage with a leaf blower on him, just blowing leaves. And Squidward was getting annoyed with him, but no one spoke. Interesting part. That's not a movie, but I like where your head's at. It's... <laughs> it's what? The SpongeBob movie. I might have to catch up on it though. I could do that one yeah, too. Yeah, the old one, not the new 3D one. That uh, one's weird. No. All right, here we go. The final question I've got. This is from user Deningus Khan. What is the absolute worst band name you can think of? Um, boy, that's a that's a good question. Oh, it's not a band, but uh, Seven Thirteen Music. Uh, oh, man. oh, dude. Curious, dude. Dude, I, I curious maybe you'll you'll walk out to your car after we're done recording, yeah. find another one of those new dents you didn't know where it came from. Oh fuck, interesting. <laughs> oh, dude, that's terrible. I actually uh, have several. Believe it or not, I have like three notes on my phone that are bad band names. Well, really, the only one that comes to my mind and it's a fictional band name was from Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah. Loaded diaper. That's good. I mean, like, it's a horrible name. There's, it's horrible. There's a band called Hoobastank. Hoobastank? Real band. <laughs> They've actually had like a couple of low-key hits. That sounds Swedish. No way. Hoobastank. 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 What's a hooba? I'm not Something sure. Something Swedish. I guarantee <laughs> it's stank. Swedish. It's stank, though. It's stank. And, uh, I, you know, I, I think I would be wrong not to mention Nickelback. Ah, uh, yeah. No. Because you listen to their song and your first thought is, yeah, I'd like my Nickelback. <laughs> It all comes full circle. Comes full circle. It really does. I, the jokes write themselves. They, they really do. Oh, wow. There's a, a couple in here that are um, Cradle of Filth, Cannibal Corpse, Morbid Angel, Decide, and uh, 
Anal cunt. <laughs> Those That's are all good. great metal Those bands, great. dude. <laughs> yeah. There's a band called We Butter the Bread with Butter. That's the band name? That's the band name. That's a good band name. Yeah. I, I mean, it's straight, I, simple, it's to the point. I wrote down a few ska band names, because, you know, oh. ska bands always have crazy names. They do. So I was just thinking of, like, nouns and, like, verbs and other nouns. So it was like, the best five ska bands I came up with were Toad Frank and the Booze Boys, <clears throat> Yeasty Boys and the Stank, The oh. Spinach Lads, Terry Gunk and the Boys, and Lil P and the Moonshiners. Terry Gunk. Boy, they really should have put more time into coming up with better band names. That's rough. Yeah. That is really rough. Yeah. But if I, I did have a couple. If I were to have a Russian speed rock band, I would call it Hezbollah's Borscht. Oh, that's amazing. Or if I did, pretty good. If I had a Japanese slash metal band, I'd call it Sewage Daughter. <laughs> Su- I'd call it Pink Pink. I'd, I'd, pink. I'd buy that album. Yeah. And my punk band is going to be Diarrhea Garage. That's awesome. <laughs> I was looking at, like, apparently Toad in the Wet Sprocket. Toad in the Wet Sprocket. There's an article where, like, before the bands got their, you know, popular name, they had an original name. Like, Green Day used to be called Sweet Children. Oh, my. Like, that's bad. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I don't know about um, that one. Uh-uh. Let's see. Don't even... The Beastie Boys used to be called the Young Arboriginis. Arborginis? Arborginis. <laughs> Aborginis, I should say. Uh, Kiss used to be Wicked Lester. Interesting. I think, if I remember correctly, and I think it's in the Motley Crue movie, that when they were sitting around coming up with band names, I think... I don't remember if it was Tommy Lee or Vince... But they wanted to call themselves Christ Mass. So play on Christmas, oh but God. Christ in Mass. <laughs> and the band members are like, no. Yeah. It's not happening. Pink Floyd used to be screaming Abdabs. <laughs> that was a good name to the new then. Yeah. Abdabs. Blue Oyster Cult used to be Soft White Underbelly. <laughs> There's no way that's real. Uh-huh. Earth, Wind, and Fire used to be the Salty Peppers. <laughs> Doobie Brothers used to be Pud. Hood. Lamb of God, formerly known as Burn the Priest. Oh, both of those are good. I like that. Finger Eleven used to be Rainbow Butt Monkeys. <laughs> There's no way this is true, what you're telling this me. This is true. It's on the Rolling Stone. Oh, uh, naturally. Sugar Ray used to be the Shrinky Dinks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers used to be Tony Flo and the Miraculously Majestic Masters of Mayhem. Oh, that, wow. that's too much alliteration. To be honest. Black Sabbath used to be the Polka Tulk Blues Band. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. And finally, Creed used to be Naked Toddler. Oh, no. That's bad. Oh, no. I mean, the funny thing is, it's like no one wants to listen to Creed anyway. They right. certainly <laughs> wouldn't want to listen right. to it. And last and certainly not least, the national punk band Diarrhea Planet. Diarrhea Planet is real? Oh my god. National punk band. <laughs> love it. I love to hear that. So Diarrhea Garage is passable. It's I passable. Just mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. I mean, shit, anything's passable at this point. That's true. That's true. Well, we will take a short one second break and we'll be right back for a competitive quiz time with me, your quiz master. Before that, though, I just want to say that's a great new segment. Thanks, man. Yeah. It went well. Well done. A lot of great questions, a lot of great answers and rebuttals. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Hopefully, it had, it had passion and a plucky spirit. That it That's did. exactly what we want for this. Pre- precisely. Have it your way. 
Have it in a way. Oh, son of a BK. Have it. No, you're you're getting censored. I'm sorry. Fuck whopper, you. Whopper, whopper, whopper. We've returned for the quiz. I've picked a quiz. I think both Kevin and my dad, Mark, will enjoy. And I'll be keeping track because this is a competition. So we will do this. I I I, I don't know. Jeopardy style. Raise a hand. Buzz in. Buzz in. Don't do that. You're going to peek the mic, you dipshit. I already did. <laughs> Thanks for that. Thanks for the extra editing I have to do. It's not like you do this every week. So this quiz... Me to myself in editing. <laughs> yeah, luckily I didn't have to do that yet today. Oh, I didn't mention... Oh. I didn't mention oh. the socials. Oh. Oh, no. Make sure to put that in. I'll do that I'll do that way before. All right. Hayden in editing. Fix it in editing, Did yeah. you do that? <laughs> fix it in post. Yeah, I'll fix that in post. So this is the Impractical Jokers quiz. Oh. So I will be asking you questions. Oh, no. Some you may know the answers. Some you may have to think about. Okay. But I will present you the question. You buzz in. You tell me which Joker is the answer. Okay. Okay. So is it like, is he going to get a question? Either he knows it or he doesn't. And I can steal. Or are we just like going to raise our hand? How how are we going to do this? We can do it that way. You are the quiz master. After yeah. All. Yeah. Let's go back and forth. Okay. And if the person doesn't answer right, I the can other steal. One can steal. Okay. okay. So right. we will start with you, Kevin. Oh. No, actually, we'll start with my dad. Hi. The old switcheroo. Put the guest right on the spot. Question number one: In college, which Joker sold soft drinks? To make some extra cash. Ooh, um, that's a good question. Didn't know we were going that route. Uh, I would have to say, um, Sal. Sal is incorrect. Uh, I'm gonna go for the steal. steal. Incorrect, also. What? It's our main man, the ferret. Oh my God, Murray. James Mur Murray. You fucking ferret. <laughs> but yeah, all of these are questions like about the Joker's. Yeah. But all of them have been mentioned in an episode before. Gotcha. So okay. that's, yeah, that's the thing. This is the one I had to flip because it just makes sense. Kevin, which Joker is a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan? Oh, Well, wow. I know it ain't Q. He's, he's go Devils. And Can't... Patriots. Oh. Well, Q's dead to me now. <laughs> Dude, I don't... That's I've never remembered that being mentioned. Uh, if it's not Joe Gatto, I'm ashamed. You're going Joe Gatto. I'm going Joe. Incorrect. James Murray. Incorrect. It's Sal. It's Sal, dude. He's always a big Pittsburgh guy. For somehow Since I didn't know when? I did Forever? I don't know. I've never met the guy. Uh. <laughs> All right. No points awarded so far. I feel like that's about to change. Question three for my dad. Which Joker has adopted numerous dogs? Oh, it's got to be Joe. Joe is correct. Come on, that's easy. Point to our guest. That's easy. In college, Kevin, which Joker lived on the same floor as future NBA legend Allen Iverson? <laughs> Murr? Correct. Oh, thank God. It is wow. our man, James Murray. I don't even know who Allen Iverson is. Uh, NBA legend. Very great point guard. Okay. Question five to our guest. What was Joe's magician name in his Great Escape Artist Punishment? I remember that episode, but I don't remember what the name was. Um, was it... I can give oh, you multiple we've choice. We've got multiple choice, sorry. Was it the Great Nozini, the Italian Toucan, Mr. Magic Joey Joe, 
or Houdini Joe? Take the first one. Great Nozini? Correct. Uh, that's a good name. That's a good no. one. It is a nice. Alright, Kevin. In a challenge, which Joker quit his job as zookeeper because of, quote, all the penguin drama? It's gotta be Sal. Incorrect. That is 100% Q. No! What? what? Murray was the one with the penguins. What? Yeah. Because uh-huh. the penguins were like fighting and then the two of them were together and they shouldn't have been. All right. This, this way, it's not the butterfly effect. What do they call it? Somebody went back in time and changed it. I know it's oh, the Mandela. It's the Mandela effect. <laughs> I know. My God, I can see it. Jesus. Oh, Who yeah. did it? Totally, totally murder. Back to the guest, my dad. What was the title of Q's children's book? Was it The Wild Adventures of Q the Dung Beetle? The Bizarre Adventures of Q the Dung Beetle? The Remarkable Misadventures of Q the Dung Beetle? Or Rudy Toot Toot Dung Beetles Are Cute? I love the last one, but that's not correct. I want to say the third one. Remarkable Misadventures? Absolutely correct. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I would have guessed the last one. I'm like, that sounds as like, yeah. As soon as soon as I'm like, oh, as soon as he says one dungby, like, got it. Then they're all that. Like, oh my god, you suck. All right, Cable. Score is three to one. You have. To watch. Let's go. Question eight. What's the name of the bar where Q gets into a fight during his sheriff punishment? Is it? Oh, is that when he's collecting the the cover fee at the entrance? No, this is a sheriff. Oh, in the Western. Okay, okay, okay. Was it Josie Woods Pub, The Old Nevada, Wyatt Earp's Bar, or Champlain's? Wyatt Earp's Bar. Incorrect. It was The Old Nevada, wasn't it? The Old Nevada. Let's go. Let's go. With the steal, and he gets the next question. Pulling away. Woo. Question number nine. Which was not a feature of Sal's playground for seniors during his punishment for the Mount Pleasant Community Board. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> this was an awesome one. I love this one. So, th- which was not a feature? Not okay. The complaining booth, isolation island, trampoline terrace, or the wheel of misfortune? I don't think the wheel of misfortune was one. Absolutely correct. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He's go. pulling away. Yeah, I don't cable. have a chance. I don't have a chance. Pulling away. But maybe for the last several questions, we can do double points. See how that plays out. Yeah, not good. Question ten, Kevin. Which town was Q's mural mural punishment filmed in? The big mural on the wall. Remember that? No, I don't. No. Was it? Oh, wait. Yeah, I kind of, okay. Yeah, yeah. Big mural on the wall. Yep. The actual mayor is there. Mm-hmm. Is this Red Bank, New Jersey, Dover, New Jersey, Quakertown, Pennsylvania, or Medawan, New Jersey? What were the first two again? Red Bank and Dover. Dover. Dover is correct. You got a point finally. Mr. Ben Dover. I had that. I <laughs> had it. Yeah. yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So we're 10 questions in. Here's where the double If we're going to start, start double points, start it with me, please. I just answered. No double points to our guest. <laughs> he started. You're going to have the final question. It all plays out. We all get the same amount of questions. You know how math works? No. Okay. Don't be petty, Kevin. Oh. <laughs> I'm just still salty. <laughs> you are. everything. 
Unfortunately, question 11 is an easy one. <laughs> Let's <laughs> to go. our guest. Which one of these is Sal's nickname? Is it Jacrusty, Jacrunchy, Jacrispy, or Jaden Smith? I love the last one. That's the tattoo. It's Jacrispy. It is Jacrispy Volcano. Let's go. Eight with points. With the double point. I would have said Prince Herb. Prince, Prince Herb. <laughs> which was his legal name for a little that while because that was a punishment. That is true, which was hilarious. Oh. All right, Kevin. Here's another easy one. Who is the youngest Joker? Gotta be Murr. Incorrect. Unbelievable. He's bald. Come on. It's Sal. It's probably it's Sal. Sal. It's Sal. Yeah. It is Sal. God With the damn steel. it. With the steel pulling away still. It's not looking good, Kevin. Question 13. Which one of these is not the title of a project Q claimed to work on during his playwright punishment? My Banged Up Life, Rasta and Pasta, Code Red, or Chillin' with Mr. Broadway? Code Red. Incorrect. Uh, he, he did claim he was on that one. Okay. How about you, Kel? For the, the steal. What were the first two? My Banged Up Life and Rasta and Pasta. I'd like to go with the fourth one. Chillin' with Mr. Broadway? Absolutely correct. The steal and the two points, and the question goes to you. Comeback starts now. The season four Impractical Jokers premiere was filmed in which city? London, New York, Miami, or New Orleans? London. No. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we playing Okay, all right. I'll go London. I'll go London. Incorrect. Fuck. Why don't you think before you speak? I don't know what that is. <laughs> what does this mean? I don't know. For the steel. Could you repeat the question kindly? Season four premiere was filmed in which city? London, we just found out was incorrect. New York City, Miami, or New Orleans? I think it was Miami. Correct, you are. <laughs> Another two-point steal. Let's go. And you get the next question. Is it 10 to 4? It is 12 to 4. 12 to 4. Okay. <laughs> Close game. Docking points. <laughs> Which baseball player tossed baseballs to fans that Joe had to steal? Who was the baseball oh, player? That's for me? Yes, it is. Noah Syndergaard. Correct. <laughs> Didn't even need the multiple okay, choice. Okay, Stubbs. <laughs> Jesus. All right, Kevin. This is just for you. What was Q's jersey number in his and Sal's goalie punishment with the New Jersey Devils? Oh, no. Was his jersey number 16, 30, 86, or 99? Gotta be 30. Incorrect. The jersey number for you. I respect the 30 guess. I do. Yep. Was it 16, 86, or 99? 86. Correct. Let's go. Let's go. Do you know who wears 86 now for the Devils? Bill Frankel. Yeah, oh, yeah, him. Two. Graven Misty. Graven, he's nuts. (laughs) Are you kidding? 86? Jack Hughes? Come on. I don't pay attention on numbers. Conor <laughs> Oh, no, he's going to Chicago. the devil. You're, you're the numbers nerd. You're I don't numbers care. Nerd, you numbers nerd. You know why I know Berger's 30? Because I own the jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's about the only reason. He's going to call the nerd on my own show. All right. I said you're a numbers nerd. Yeah. You're just a regular <laughs> nerd otherwise. <laughs> the final four questions. Are worth triple points. Oh, shit. Triple. So there's still a shot. All right. Dad, question 17. 
mm-hmm. which Jokers paired up as members of the Marching Cobras drumline in a punishment? Was it Joe and Sal, Joe and Q, Q and Sal, or Sal and Murr? Uh, I know Joe is out there. Uh, can you repeat that again? Which Jokers were paired up as members of the Marching Cobras drumline uh-huh. in a punishment? Yep. The two answers, including Joe, were Joe and Sal or Joe and Q. Um, Joe and Q. Correct. For Let's triple go. Points. Triple points. Triple Woo. points. Triple, triple points. Kevin, for triple points, what kind of costume did Joe wear when he popped out of a cake and danced for all the veterans? Was it a belly dancer, a sailor suit, Captain Fatbelly, or the sexy rabbit? Captain, no. Yes, Captain Fatbelly. Incorrect. Sailor suit. The sailor Give suit. Give me triple points. Triple points again. Kevin, come on, man. Oh my god. The final two questions. Who got punished in the first episode of Impractical Jokers? Oh, the very first episode. Yep. I think it was Joe, and I think it was the toilet paper in the bathroom. No? Close, no cigar. That was first season, not first episode. It's gotta be Sal. Sal is correct. It was Sal. For the steal and the triple points. Kevin, final question. Closer. You are close. Which Joker had to ride on top of a moving tram as Captain Fatbelly? Joe. It was Joe. Three points to finish it off. Final score, 22 to 10. (laughs) GG. All right. That's abysmal. Pretty close game. Uh, I'm going to go get a drink of uh, bleach, (laughs) and I'll be back. Bring some for me, and we'll be right back with our closing segment, which I think we ought to do campfire mode. There's no other way to do it. You're right. With a guest, there's no other way to do it. You're right. We've returned for our closing segment, which is going to be even extra chaotic because we have three storytellers, three very experienced storytellers, to enjoy this Tell Me a Story segment. Now, Kevin, what's Tell Me a Story all about? Well, well, now, what Tell Me a Story is, our guest will actually explain what it is. Wow, put him on the spot like that. No problem. Uh, So, um, it all starts... You have to take your model house out of the box first. Now make sure that you have the proper glue, um, and this is the most important step. Before you start, sniff the glue vigor heavily. Oh wait, no, this is, I'm sorry. Oh no. I misunderstood the assignment. (laughs) I think you nailed the assignment. Did I? Okay. Is that why I'm on the storytelling team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For certainly. (laughs) This is... As my dad just said, tell me a story where you take the model house and after sniffing the glue, <laughs> you begin to said project. See some serious shit. Mm-hmm. Now, it's our take at improv comedy where typically one host gives a prompt to another host. It's just a, it's a giggle and a gaff. But we're doing this campfire mode. Since there's three of us, we'll go around, we'll tell a, conti- a through plot of the same story. It's always and fun doing this. I think. We'll have the guest go first. You've earned it, because it's been a while. Been a hot minute. So, why don't you tell me a story about the Arby's that you dropped by when you traveled up to northern Illinois? Oh, sure. Ha! 
Oh, what a guess that was. So uh, I go up uh, to the... Oh, by the way, uh, this story is called That's Not My Beef. <laughs> so um, basically, I'm on this road trip, right? And uh, I'm with my uh, three friends, yeah. uh, Sal, Q, and Bunko. So we're heading up to uh, heading up north uh, to go to Wisconsin, as people do when they're Naturally. on vacation, right? You're like, yes. well, let's go to Wisconsin. So we're in the car and we're heading up there. So uh, Bunko, <laughs> so Bunko, he gets so hungry. And I'm like, man, we, we need some place to eat. So we're passing some great places. He's like, no, no. I'm like, well, there's an Arby's. He's like, yes. So Sal's pissed because he's like, all well, that, you know, the beef that they and we're like, Sal, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and so anyway, you know, we pull into the Arby's into the drive-through, and so okay, get this happened. So I I went up to order at the drive-through, and I realized I'm like, where'd my car go? Like, it's just me and Bunko, Sal, and Q are directly behind me. I'm like, didn't we just pull up here in a car and Sal's still bitching about the Arby's? I'm just like, Sal, I don't need your fucking input right now. Q, where'd the car go? And he's, you know, rolling a doobie. And I'm like, Q, what, what, what are you doing? Like, we were supposed to be in a car. He's like, oh, yeah, while you were driving, I um, I somehow used uh, some, some magic that I learned from uh, Magic the Gathering. And I... Uh, dissipated your car and so i'm just like okay well we need to figure out how we get our car back before i even order this food and but when i pulled up to the drive-thru uh menu they're just like ah, what do you want and i'm like it'll just be a minute but before that i didn't realize we didn't have a car so now she heard all the mumbo jumbo she's like y'all telling me all asses are out in the drive-thru line without a car and i'm like uh, yeah but we're getting that figured out she's like i can't i can't serve you you need to be in a in a motorized vehicle to order our beef. And then now I'm pissed because all this blabbering from Sal and Q just smoking joints and Bunko, and he's just doing Bunko. I get into a pissing match with this chick on the intercom. Yeah, it was pretty intense. We started screaming to each other, Bunko over my shoulder, just absolutely losing his mind. He's screaming at the far end of the Arby's, like, guys, I found something. Sal just starts talking about the beef again. Meanwhile, me and this lovely lady over the intercom are having a discussion over the morals of excluding human beings on feeder bicycles from the drive through line. And Q looks at me and he's like, I think Bunko's going to lose it. And I'm like, dude, what happened? And he's like, honestly, champ, I don't know magic. Bunko crashed the car into the back of the Arby's, and I was trying to cover for him, but I'm too high. I just had to come through and tell you, tell you real honesty. Sal still screaming at this woman. Your your beef is fake. It's not my beef. Bunko comes around the corner. And he's holding thirteen double cheddars with beef, and I, out of my mind, look at him manic. And here's here's the best part, right? So I'm chasing. After Bunko, I'm like, Bunko, what gives, dude? Share. And he's like, no, no, no. So I'm like chasing after, but then I turn around and I hear bang, 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 bang. Q's banging at the back door. I'm like, Q, what are you doing? He's like, I got to pee. I got to pee. So he's got to pee. I'm just like, there's a bush. Go in the bush. He's like, no, I got to sit pee. And I'm like, what does sit pee mean? He's like, well, it could turn into something else. 
So we start having this argument, right? But see, the inside is closed because it's a little bit later. Just the drive-thru's open. Meanwhile, Sal's halfway through the window. He's halfway through the window. He's throwing straws and napkins, yelling at this lady. The manager comes up. She's speaking Spanish, which then, as we, of course, know, uh, Sal knows how to speak Spanish. They're screaming at each other in Spanish. We're like, oh, my God, what's going on? Meanwhile, I turn around, and Bunko is eating one of the double beefs with cheese while doing hopscotch in the corner of the parking lot. And, you know, I, I, I don't know what to focus on at this point. Sal is now fully through the window, rambling on about how this isn't a fucking White Castle and that White Castle's far superior. Um, Q is over there on Strawberry Fields doing his thing. And, and now, okay, so my main focus is definitely Bunko now because we're all hungry. Maybe that's why he hoarded them all to themselves because we've been on, the, on, on this road trip for at least seven minutes now and we're all just starving. So, you know, 13 uh, cheddars with beef, you know, you can't, one guy can't eat all of them in one sitting. But Bunko said, try me, bitch. And by the time I got over to Bunko, there were only four cheddars with beef left. I'm like, Bunko, what the hell? Like, he's like, I'm sorry, man. I was just really hungry and I was scared because I drove into the Arby's and now you don't have a car. I'm like, dude, that's fine. But I turned over my shoulder and I looked at where the car was. He actually got elevation. Um, this car was like, it was a double decker Arby's and right. he got it on the double deck. And I noticed, I saw a bunch of like makeshift, like a makeshift ramp. I'm like, Bunko, did you make this ramp? Like, did you know we were going to Arby's? He's like, yeah, yeah, I did that. And so he thought we were playing GTA in real life and went for a stunt jump and failed epically and hit the Arby's. I'm just like, you know what? This is, this is unbelievable. You need to get us a new ride because you crashed the car. He's like... I'm sorry, man, but I can give you a cheddar with beef. And I'm like, I don't want that right now. What I want is a car for us to get to Wisconsin because that's where everybody fucking goes when they're on vacation, obviously. So I need a car. He's like, okay, I'll try my best. I'm like, go over there and hitchhike and then we'll jack it and we'll leave and everything will be fine. He's like, okay. And as he gets up to cross the street, he does it. He steps one foot on the road and he gets hit by a car. The entire front of the car crumples like it's made out of tinfoil. Bunko, still standing there, looks at the driver of the car, now unconscious, saying, That was dumb. Why'd you hit me with your car? I was still standing here. He continues to walk across the road to a used car dealership, which every Arby's is adjacent to, and he walks up to the man behind the counter, starts staying, you know, saying some things to him. I can't really see because now I'm focused on the roof crumbling down, trying to pull Sal out of this building, which is now on fire. The roof's caving in. Q is stoned to Jesus, doesn't know what's going on. He's, he's walking away from the Arby's, behind the Arby's, searching through the dumpsters, like, man, I need some stoner food. And I'm like, Q, come back. Sal, get out of the building. It's going to collapse. He starts screaming at me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Please stop. Bunko comes back across the street. Two more cars hit him. He's standing. So he comes back across the street with a moped. Like, man, I treated the last four beefs with the uh, four moped. Come on. <laughs> to which my response... It was just utter disbelief I, that he's sitting there doing wheelies on, on, this, on this new ride uh, around the parking lot. 
But but more importantly, I'm more distracted by the burning Arby's and Sal runs out of the back door laughing hysterically. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Sal? He's like, I made it. I'm like, you made what? And he has this humongous sandwich with just just mounds of beef and in, in fried chicken. He's like, it's the J-Crispy. It's the J-Crispy. You gotta have some. I'm like... Dude, it's like messy, it's sloppy, and it's all on your hand. I'm not touching that. Well, Q came by and just dove right in his hand, head first, eating the sandwich out of Sal's hand. It's just utter chaos. The woman, who is the manager who speaks Spanish, comes out with a mop and starts beating Sal over the head with the mop. And what's left of the sandwich, he turns around and throws it at the lady. Everybody's now exiting the Arby's, which is on fire. There's utter chaos. All of a sudden, the scooter's on the ground. Bunko's gone. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? So I go and, and I hear this ruckus. I will describe the ruckus. There's this ruckus in the front of the building. And I look, and there's this big bus, and it says University of Wisconsin women's volleyball team. Out of the window is Bunko's big, stupid head going, found a ride, bye-bye. And it pulls away. So Bunko leaves all of us, me, Sal, Q, the Spanish manager of Arby's, and the many co-workers that were once inside the now crumbled building. It's no longer there. We're all distraught. The only one that's satisfied is Q because he ate that to crispy so fast and so quick. So he's feeling good. He's about ready for a nap. Meanwhile, I'm over here fuming. Sal's still bitching, but I'm fuming. I'm like, we need to get to Wisconsin ASAP. You'd find a hotel or something. This vacation has gone to shit so far. Let's just let's just let's just try to find something. I mean, the moped isn't even fucking here anymore. I don't know what to do. And then Q's like, "Hey, look ahead, man." I'm like, "What? Like, what, what am I looking at?" Yeah, it's the road. He's like, "No, further down." And as I'm looking down the road, I see to the right, about two miles ahead of us, I can make out a faint sign that says, "Welcome to Wisconsin." Under the sign that says welcome to Wisconsin, 15 El Caminos all lined up for a street race. Three of them uninhabited. What a coincidence. I look at Sal, I look at Q, Q sleeping on my lap, fetal position. I'm like, okay, fine, you can ride with me, buddy. So me and Sal steal two of those El Caminos. We just walked to where the sign was and the dude holding, you know, the the racing flag to get the race started. It's like, oh, we got the two new contenders. We we only need one more. Arby's lady, speaking Spanish, comes out. She's ready to race. She was ready to throw hands. Now she's ready to race. Uh-oh. Hops in the car. Street racing is legal in Wisconsin, illegal in Illinois. Found that out recently. So he's like, just go down this way towards Wisconsin, and whoever comes back here alive gets the cash money. Boom. I'm sold. Now we can get to Wisconsin and get a chance at some cash money, but we still need to find Bunko, that rambunctious little kind of guy. Yeah, so the street race starts, right? And it's it's something uh, like out of Fast and Furious, right? And so we're going, and I mean, we're just, and, and all of a sudden we lose Sal. So Sal's just back of the pack. We're like, well, what is up with Sal? So like I turn around and he's hanging out though. He's not even driving. He's literally, the car's going, he's hanging out the window yelling about a Jacrispy, and then goes off the road. And so now I'm like, great, we, we don't have Bunko. Sal's probably dead. 
And we're like, what's going on here? And and so I, yeah, I look down and he was eating this sandwich, this fish sandwich with a hook in it. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't even understand what this is. And I look up and I'm about to get in an accident. Boom. I'm quick, agile. I move out of the way. And then I look over to my right and I see it's the manager of the Arby's. And she gives me this look. And I'm like, oh, man, that's no good. So I look over my left. It's Dominic Toretto. And he's like, family. I said, shut up. So I hit him. You know, I, I, I did the pit maneuver. Good. Which, you know, is a good thing to do with a, a, a street full of automobiles. So I hit the pit maneuver. He goes flying. No more family. He's gone. And so then it's just me and the manager from the Arby's. And uh, Q, he's just out of it, right? He's got the hook hanging out of his mouth. And he just, like, crawls up on the side of the El Camino just out of it, right? He's about to pass out. And he goes, bye-bye, and I hit the nitrous and we're gone. We're in well into Wisconsin at this point. We got cash money coming. And as I'm so excited for this coming back uh, across the border, knowing I'm about to get this cash all which I got, um, we drove. It was much longer than I thought, but it felt so quick because, you know, you're in a fast car. When we, By the time we got back to the Illinois-Wisconsin border, it's already nighttime, and I noticed the... Uh, bus is back in the parking lot of what used to be the Arby's, which is now just a vacant lot. Because they just, oh, it's just a freak accident, freak fire. Let's just destroy the evidence and you just well, let's open up a Mexican restaurant here. As to what they normally do everywhere. So um, we noticed the bus is still there. or it's, it's, it's now there. And Bunko comes out. He's missing his glasses and he has, you know, lipstick all over his face. We're like, Bunko, I'm glad you had a great time. We just made some cashola. He's like, but I got more than cashola on this trip. <laughs> Women. And we're like, yeah, that's great. Where the fuck is Sal? Um, Sal, unfortunately, did pass away. But um, he was always so adamant about that damn Crispy. So touching. We, we miss him a lot, but it was a great vacation. Um, and then I woke up. And I realized I'm living in Green Bay, Wisconsin. And I want to die. And the, but the last thing I said before I said I want to die, I said, wait a minute, where's my fucking beef? That's my, that's not my beef. Who's got my beef? And then Bunko barged into my room and he's like, I got your beef. It's right here in my pants. And then I woke up again. But this time, I'm still in Green Bay, Wisconsin. But I look up and my grandfather, Aaron Rodgers, is reading me a bedtime story. The end. <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? What do you mean what's wrong with me? You took an entire story and you made the ending, oh, it was just a dream. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> when your dreams have meanings like oh this. Oh my god. Well, uh, we hope you enjoyed this lovely episode starting our brand new season with our new segment. It's been chaotic, but it's been fun. And it's um, been a lot of fun having yeah. a guest on. We hardly ever have guests on this show, and it's yeah, it's always fun. second time we've ever had a guest on. How how was it? How was it for you? It was good for me. It's it's always it's always great. I didn't get the courtesy reach around though, so I'm a little bit <laughs> okay, a little bit on, a little bit upset sorry, about that. Well, but, we, we uh, don't need to do that on the air. I can I, I can do that for you. Oh sweet, yeah, Kevin, sweet. Kevin's, Kevin's our designated courtesy reach around man. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's we aren't guys being dudes. Fantastic. Everything was great. Uh, I love the show. You guys are doing a great job here uh, on uh, on the Guys Being Dude podcast. And uh, uh, to to all of your 
people that listen in Belgium, uh, you guys are yeah. awesome. You probably have you more democracy than we do. The Belgium so, boys. Great for you. And um, I would love to share a waffle and chocolate with you sometime. Excellent. Yeah. And any of our Belgium, Be- Belgish fans. Belgish. <laughs> Reach out. Now we just lost them. Just lost, lost the whole country. They're well, gone. We were there. All of our, all, now we're not. All of our Belgish fans, reach out to us. We will fly out to you all to you share waffle some waffles. All you waffle eating son of a guns. You flipping fricks. Well, how about a plug? Plugs for you. Plugs. Um, I le- See, it's like a socket. Got the show. Different plug altogether. Play the outro. Yeah. <laughs> it's an entirely different... <laughs> no, that's just whatever. <laughs> It's stupid. Anyway. It's such a way. It's such a way. Uh, Yeah, plugs for the show. Coach's Corner, uh, if you like American sports, uh, uh, then you can have it. Uh, No. um, So take it from me. Uh, Coach's Corner, Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, And it's uh, it's just sport talk. Uh, Kevin does a a little bit of uh, hockey. A little bit of hockey, but with that... Uh, so love to the lesser sports. Um, same, yeah, yeah, shut up. <laughs> uh, same with the NBA, also a lesser sport. They're both now done. So this is going to be an interesting upcoming Saturday morning show. But if there's two people I know that can do it for two hours, it's definitely us two. And it'll still be entertaining. And we'll still be talking about sports. Which two? Me and you. Oh, okay. Now, I, I thought we were getting some other people to do it. Oh, no, no. Um, well, I mean, we could. Wishful thinking. Coach's Corner with uh, Greg and Paul. There you go. That is a hot listen right there. Uh, No, for me, uh, then it's uh, After Hours, which is, uh, you Belgium folks might like this. Uh, This is a hard rock and heavy metal show from uh, music from yesterday and today. That's on Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, here in the United States. The Vale of Paradise. The Veil. The Veil. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That was excellent. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, uh, I look forward to the next uh, to the next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for having us at your um, place. At, at My palatial studios. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, Kevin, it's been real. It has been. It's been fun. It has been. It hasn't been real fun. <laughs> uh, well, it's been fun, but not real fun. No, I get that. I, I, I kid. It, it I might kid. partially be me. I might just be too much for this show. <laughs> I think I have better things to do with my time. Such as, what, bring, bring your PlayStation 5 with you to places just to tell your family members to fuck off on the birthday weekends? I mean, when you put it like that. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, just, I'm gazing at a power line and I can see that it's beyond the horizon uh, that I'm not going anywhere. Cool. Well, glad you're sticking around. My name's been Aiden Maloney. You're listening to AK209, the only podcast. Uh-huh. Where we're just guys being dudes. Exactly. We will see you bright and early late next week with another episode of Chaos. We promise. Bye. Now, you see, the thing about um, the Kwame Jr., it really needs to be a national, a national item on the menu now. now it, it, I know it's hard to get...